Steven, how are you, my man? I'm doing so, so well, my brother. How are you, Justin? One second here. I'm having some audio trouble. I do not hear you. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. Let me make sure I have the settings right. Audio. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, that's there we, uh, there we go. Got it fixed. All right. How's it going? It's going so, so well. How are you? Not too bad, my man. How was your All trip right. last week? Oh, it was so amazing. It was so, so amazing. The, the, the Geek Out event and that whole series of events and, and that whole crowd is so different than a normal conference. It's, there's some guys there doing some absolutely enormous things. And everybody goes there and so say, you're really, really good at one thing, but everybody else in the room is really good at all of the other things that you either need or could, could level up with. And I made, I made connections there that unlocked paths of possibility that make, make projects that I've been sitting on for a year or two very, very possible. So yep. we're full throttle ahead on those kind of things. It's a very, very different kind of thing. It's wonderful. Yeah, those are the the power of those events is, you know, even when I first met Tim at the Mastermind, it was more about yeah. just the networking rather yeah. than just the actual the learning for me. So. Yeah, and that's that's the same thing. I mean, I, I presented there on my content marketing stuff or everybody else presented. But then beyond that, it wasn't just, hey, how you doing? This is what I do. Oh, let's connect. It was, okay, this is what you have going on. Well, let's get out the laptops and let's go back and forth and really figure out how to dig in. So it's normal conferences or sometimes a pitch fest. And this was more like a room full of all stars that just understood this is the level you are. And we're all here there to help each other. And that's what it was. And it was amazing. Right. Hi yep. Highly recommended event. So, yep. Good, good, good. Well, welcome AdLeaks. This is only streamed in AdLeaks Platinum today. Um, so this is a very special event. If you're not familiar with Steven, um, he needs no introduction. I think I've known him for, I don't know, probably three, four years now. Mm -hmm. um, one of the smartest, deepest thinkers I think I probably know. Um, I would love to get into that big old head of his someday, uh, cooking up some good things on his end. So this is uh, more of, a, I want it to be more of an AMA style. Um, I do have a bunch of questions filled from the community, but if you guys have any questions, um, Stephen does when he starts to go, he goes, he knows yeah. he does. So <laughs> we'll, try, we'll try and keep him on, keep him on course and, and yeah. move to the top. And, and, and disclaimer, anybody that wants to watch the replay, if we don't get to your questions here, type them in, tag me or Justin. And as always, when I can answer a question, I'll give you a big, full detailed reply. I love the AdLeaks Platinum group, especially. Um, and so whenever I can be helpful to anybody, guys, my mind is, is pretty open for you. So have at it. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start this out with a full loaded gun. What's on. one thing that you presented at Geek Out that people after the event came up to you and just said, "Wow, I've never heard that before. It was the most mind blowing thing." <laughs> like, give us give us that 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 juice. Um, what is it? Okay, well, uh, I I have a very different operation because I run so much pre purchase content and. I engage people before they're ready to buy most of the time because I want to, to, to establish a relationship and personalize and control the, the, the conversion path and user experience in taking the segment of the market, the gigantic segment of the market that is maybe sorting out their problem and solutions to their problems 
who aren't buyers yet that aren't going to be relevant to direct response conversion ads and saying, hey, I'm your guy. This is my space. Let's take care of that. So, I mean, I mean, I, the, the, everybody, you know, it, it was one of those talks where, you know, I kept everybody engaged, but you could see they were like, what you're doing? What? Um, and, <laughs> well, and I, you <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, like at the top of the funnel, uh, for instance, um, I have, I have multiple sources where I'm bringing people into my world and instead of just trying to only convert them, I'm doing a lot with consumption. I mean, I have, I have a, I have, I have a Pinterest account that's, that's got 785,000 monthly views. Mm -hmm. It's just for people to consume and, and bring them into my world. Because what I want to do with content is uh, for me with my ad spend, especially, let me, let me back up one step. I either want people to say, yes, that's for me or no, it's not. And if it's not, I don't want them to click. I don't, I want them to keep scrolling. I don't want to pay for the impression, keep them moving. So I use content as a way to get the people I'm hunting to self-identify and say, hey, yeah, this is me or hey, no, it's not. No, thank you. Because it means that the people that I'm retargeting out of the middle of the funnel that are already engaged and maybe know me and come and nibble on something are much more likely to convert because the message is much more relevant. And so I use content to poke my audience to give me that feedback. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there, there were all kind of questions, but at geek out, but the biggest one was, was the, the engineering of behavior with how I use my content. Cause that was, that was a big one. Interesting. Can you, so how, how much do you think you put into like your pre-acquisition cost when you're looking at like, cause obviously you're front loading a lot on your pre-acquisition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, like what, how, how are you measuring that? Okay. So the metrics I'm paying attention to aside from, from, you know, just, just bringing people in, in mass. Uh, one of the metrics I pay attention to that's not an ads manager is speed to conversion. Once somebody comes into my world, how fast is, is it going to take me to convert them on average? And then what are my, my initial transaction uh, values and my LTV ongoing. So those are kind of, you know, that, that, that tells me the health of the whole operation. But up front, you know, and, and, and to keep them going, I mean, just maybe, <laughs> maybe $1.50 up front for a qualified person to really come into my world and say, hey, this person's very qualified. They're in process. It's not just somebody kicking tires. Uh, think, think about it like this. Instead of running the advertisements, if, I'm, if I have a clearly defined avatar, I can run a magazine Yep. but all the advertisements are pointing to me. So you're basically asking how much am I willing to pay per magazine subscriber? Well, if I don't really know an LTV yet, if I don't know what the, the ongoing LTV is going to be, I, I, I don't want to pay super small because I'm not going to get very good people. But usually, I mean, to get people to engage with a couple of pieces of content that are relevant to them, depending on which, on, on where you bring them in from, you, you might pay maybe a dollar per person to come into your world that's a that's a qualified person to come into your world that you you actually have a fair chance of monetizing later on you know but if i have if i have a couple of my stores where my ltv is six times the initial transaction value i can go pretty deep there <laughs> i feel like uh -huh, here we go and like one of one of the things is an idea a simple, a simple recipe for this 
Um, instead of just using Facebook ads to acquire people that are only buyers. Okay. Uh, and you're an SEO guy, Justin. Yeah. I, I know that. So this is going to like right up your alley. But a lot of people aren't thinking about this in the, in the media buying world. Can I go to Google and find out the questions that people are asking in the space? And it was ballroom dancer, not ballet. Although I did ballet. No, no, no. I know. I, 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 did, I did ballet and I was trained with a Serbian lady under what's called the Vaganova method. So all of you that actually know something about dancing, you'll know that that is not fun, but it's very, very serious. Yeah. So I did all that too. But anyway, back to the other thing. So instead <laughs> of just bringing people in for Facebook, if I have relevant content that's going to answer people's pre-purchase questions, like frequently asked questions, things I know they should be asking, things they want to talk about in the space. Okay, well, can I go over to Google search ads? There you go. Um, can I go over to Google search ads and instead of running product or brand related search terms that are like two or three or however many dollars per click, mm -hmm. can I find out the questions that people are also asking that are relevant, but they're pre-purchase? And can I bring them into a piece of content that way from Google instead of from a Facebook app? Because that's not third party, that's Google. Yep. That, that costs me a 10th or a 20th to bring them into my world for that click and get them to read a piece of content, right? And then all of a sudden I can retarget them. If they don't go to a product page, I can retarget them with another piece of content, maybe a video view. And okay, maybe I've spent 25 cents on, on somebody that's, you know, come in on a Google search and then watched at least 75% of a four minute in, you know, in informational entertaining thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now they're in my world. And if they're not ready to buy yet, my best performing content, can I run a video view campaign to everybody that, that, is part of is, is already part of the page that costs me nothing to keep people engaged yep. nothing right yep. you're, you're talking pennies or less than a penny per engagement and everybody's continuing to read the magazine because i'm paying just that little bit to keep the reach and now i have all this extra engagement and now instead of just i'm going to test my offers at the top of the funnel against whatever audiences i'm going to use now i can i can say okay here's my best performing content to keep people engaged can I run offers to my middle of the funnel audiences? Because now I have more targets and they're warmer. How do you That's how it. do you how do you explain that to smaller brands that have issues with budget that can't invest that much into pre-purchase? I mean, they don't have their LTV yet. Yeah, ex ex I understand. I understand. I understand. So this is how I would approach it. I, I was asked that this weekend. Like, okay, this is I love your content stuff, but if we don't have people that are spending big and they yep. want to see an immediate return, well, what I would say is that you have a transactional relationship with your clients because they're, they're, they're depending on, they're, they're saying, I just want to hand you a check and you print the money in ads manager. Yep. Okay. The way to approach that is to say, Hey, if can, can we operate on 90% of that and take 10% and just give me more targets out of the middle because you're going to convert higher. You're going to have people that are going to come back in. You're going to have more, more people that you can develop at a lesser customer acquisition cost. You know, realistically, if somebody, if somebody say, say they're spending, you know, a super small client, hundred dollars a day, $3,000 a month, just, just tiny, tiny, tiny starting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. There's only so many offers you can run, but can we spend $90 on offers and $10 a day just to start bringing people in as an, as an example, you know, okay. Can, can we, can we get some, some you know, one and a half to four minute videos that are things that we know people have as like super hot questions or topics about the space. And it doesn't even have to be product related. 
don't even have to be product related. It can just know that this is the people, this is the space, Yahoo. Can we keep that up top just as a way for people to say, oh yeah, that's me. Sure, sure, easy stuff. As, as an example, on one of the pages that I deal with, um, the audience is, I think it's a, it's, it's a bigger page, but we don't, we don't spend much on paid out of this because we have so much engagement because we've trained the audience that way. It's a two-year-old page. But I mean, the page has 139,000 likes and 240,000 follows. We put a 20-second video up that has nothing to do with the product 30 weeks ago. Wow. The, the engagement on it, the engagement from 30 weeks of this little 20-second video, 162,000 engagements and 50 million views. Wow. Put that at the top of the funnel and say, let me test that against my audiences. Mm -hmm. All my new audiences, broad, lookalike, all your core audiences you want to test, you can layer people or whatever it's going to be. Now you're paying nothing to bring people in. Can I take 10% of what I was going to spend? Bring people in. And now I have all these other people to retarget just yep. to get them to talk. And the key to running this operation is you tell your clients, look, if we give people a place to talk, that's, that's going to expand the possibilities here. You know, or you have to make them do more work. But I would say, hey, can we take 10% and give me more targets? That's how you, that's how you propose. You're only, I only have these targets. And so we're, we're, we're expert guessing that this kind of creative and this headline is going to work against this audience with this structure and this spend. That's, yep. that's the variables that we have when we do media buying like that. If we, don't, if we only have top of funnel and bottom of funnel, if we don't have any real engagement in the middle, you can't you, you have nothing. All you can do as a buying intent signal is say, okay, this is testing well, we're getting conversions, but the buying intent signals that we have to retarget for hot audiences are add to carts and, and, and abandoned checkouts. Like that's not enough. Do you, do you use any more pre-funnel metrics than that? Like maybe like earlier indicators? Yeah. Maybe like EPC or a reach impression ratio or anything like uh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was getting ready. I was getting ready to talk about that. So some of my buying intent signals, like if if I have, let's say I have an expert live stream. Like I reached out to somebody in the space that I know that everybody is is you know here's some here's some things I just want to ask this person that it's really amazing. And it's like a 10, 10 to fifteen minute video, right? Let's say let's say it's a ten minute video around numbers. If it if like people really really like it, okay test that at the top of the funnel as a video view campaign. Anybody that watches 75% of a 10 minute video, hit them with offers as a retargeting audience. Yep. That that's a pre-purchase thing that you can say, Oh my gosh, high buying intent. You qualify, you're interested, you paid attention. So if you take pre-purchase, the currency that you're looking for is attention captured. Yep. Just, just like we talk about when, when we have an actual website with articles and stuff, scroll depth, time on site, um, how many times they visited the site. We know about all these things. We don't talk about them much anymore because so many people aren't running a ton of content. But in the SEO world, when you have that and you can put those as tags, you say, hey, I have some audiences here that are real easy. Yep. You know, it's very easy over the course of a couple of years just, you know, to get 50,000-ish visitors a month if you really are dedicated to SEO. Okay, we can build that. But then how much more how much more audiences do you have to retarget out of the middle of the funnel? But if you have a tiny client with the original question, I would say, hey, we're gonna this is this is what I want. I just want to start developing more targets. Yep. And this is this is the timeline that we can expect this 
to begin to develop at, at, your, at your spend range here. And on top of that, you can then say, we're doing this because this is a buying intent signal and that's a buying intent signal and this other thing's a buying intent signal over here, as opposed to having to pay X amount to test, which is, which is big per engagement. And we only have abandoned cart and, 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 and abandoned checkout for retargeting. I would rather have more targets. And if I can get those buying intent signals earlier, way, way better. As an example, I, I sell things in the scuba diving space. And one of the bucket list things in the Facebook groups that everybody wants to do is dive with great white sharks. And so one of the best places to do that, everybody wants to, like Elvis Cooper, I was like, oh my God, I want to get in the water with the great white sharks. I'm like, oh, thank you. rock and roll. I want to do it. I think it's, I think it's wonderful. But in a cage. Very, very serious cage. I still anyway, wouldn't do it. No, no, but, but but this is this is the point. So instead of just running offers to like scuba divers and people that are into this and that, what I did is I say, okay, who are the dive masters that run that dive out of Guadalupe Island, Mexico? Like, who can I get a hold of? I did five live streams for like ten minutes, not asking like, what's it like, and you know all this. Kind of, I said, what do people not know that you wish they would know? Mm -hmm. before they come out and see you. I've, I've given them a pre-purchase experience to prepare them and put them in the driver's seat. I've enabled their bucket list thing to happen better. Yep. I run those at the top of the funnel all the time. All the time in rotation. I've, I've had them going for like 20 months now. And anybody that engages with 75% of that video, run offers to them for a week and then, and then retarget them from there. Anybody that, that only watches, say, 30 seconds of that, okay. Send them to the group lander with a view content objective. Mm -hmm. Easy, easy, easy. Get them involved. Because I know that once I get you involved, the average, as I go along, some, some people never buy, but the average is once I get you in and you have the community around you and we're putting content out consistently through Facebook Creator Studio, Yep. because I'm not going to do it every day. I just, I build it once and then I'm going to recycle it. 28 days, people know. Unless you're doing like a business-to-business -business thing that's super high ticket and there's multiple people involved, people know within a month if they want to do business with you. And instead of having to like close people, your content is what's having those conversations with people. They're getting a feel for what it's like to do business with you if you're trustworthy, if you're really a member of the market and you understand their language. Right. So I'm giving myself all these extra targets by running content. And that's why, you know, instead of just attention conversion deliverable i want attention relationship conversion deliverable experience and then retention so i plug in those two extra variables right in the middle and they're at the end and i just i keep them coming back what does your so i know you're heavy on pre-purchase and we even talked mm -hmm. about that if you guys want more on uh steven's uh pre-purchase we had a live um a couple weeks ago uh, you can check that out it's in the vault um i'll get you the link and drop it here shortly but what does your post-purchase look like? Oh, it's diabolical. Totally <laughs> diabolical. It's, it's, it's so bad. It's, it's not fair. So it, it, if you don't know the app Bonjoro, you need to know the app Bonjoro. Okay, B-O-N-J-O-R-O. -O. Um, it's, it's a video app, okay? And what it is, is every single day, me and the customer service girls, from all the stores, the first 50 orders of the day that come through. Bonjoro is just an app to say, we get 100 orders or whatever it's going to be. It'll say, you got 100 Bonjoros, so you get one email, right? And all it is is a video app. I get on the microphone, I turn on the cam, 
and I say, okay, record. Hey, Justin, this is Steven from Steven Scuba Diving Store. We saw you, you, you bought that green mask and flippers. I'm sure it's going to look wonderful on you. The order is going to go out tomorrow because we got a little bit late and the team was already out of the shop. In the meantime, join our Facebook group or Facebook page or whatever the community is of, um, of all the other divers. We can't wait to see your pictures. We can't wait to hear your experiences. We can't wait to share. You can get me and the rest of the team in there. And if you have any questions, you can reply to me directly and I'll help you. Next. And we do like 50 of those personalized videos using people's names. Mm -hmm. But what we do also is everybody that purchased within the last 14 days, we make a custom audience of them as best we can with all the emails. We upload it and we run a video view campaign for like five days, five bucks a day. Just hit the thank you so much. You know, we, we really appreciate it. This is who we are. Come, come and talk to us. But the, the point of it is, is I'm using that as my first touch. I'm making sure that instead of allowing the, the relationship to be transactional, I'm forcing it to where they're, hey, we're dating now. You're going to talk to me. It's a thing. That's, that's what's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm setting the expectation that this is what's going on. And so when they come in and they view the content, they can see, oh, these guys really know what they're talking about. They're a member of the market. And I treat it more like I'm the editor of a magazine, but I'm giving a personal experience. People yep. will pay for personalization. That's why people read reviews. It's not to say what the product is. It's how much of a pain in the ass is it if, if something goes sideways, right? So by using that app, me and the girls, we do the first 50 purchases of, of, of the four different stores I have running right now. And we do that every morning. And then we send out the rest and off it goes. So we crank through them, you know, all week. It's, it's, it's the ritual, right? We have a script. We, there you go. Mm -hmm. And like our reviews will, like, I, I, you know, I, I got a video from Steven or I got a video from Carmen or, or whatever it is. Here you go. It's amazing. And then we have the group trained to where if somebody has like an actual customer service gripe, say so just message them, give them the order number, we'll take care of it. And we keep that out of the actual general content. So we have the audience trained that this is where it's all going to go. Yep. Okay. But what I do that for is because when I started that, and I started that in the mastermind where you and I met when Maxwell told us about it, Maxwell Finn, he's the guy yep. that turned me on to it all those years ago, four years ago now. Um, but I started using it like immediately. That's the first thing I did out of, out of that mastermind with, 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 with Tim and Maxwell. I said, I'm going to do that right now. And we, we started and it's been crazy. Uh, so when you hit people with that and you get them involved and you hit them with two or three emails in the welcome sequence, that first upsell or cross sell or whatever it's going to be that comes 10 days later, well, now it's, it's a relationship. They've either talked. I have people that reply to my emails all the time, mm -hmm. all the time. Say, oh, man, is this real? Blah. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm the founder of the company, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Happening. Yeah, it's very personable. Yeah. Because 10 days later, when I hit you with that first upsell, I'm converting it over 30%. That's, yeah. that's, that's bonkers. Yeah, that's amazing numbers. That's stupid. You know, and that's not even SMS. That's just email. Like I, I talked to Greg Woodfield with, a, with the VIA company, the SMS company this weekend. At, at geek out and he showed me some sms stuff so that's gonna be the next big thing we're jumping on because <laughs> i'm like i've been sleeping on it and i'm like yeah. oh oh dear we need to jump on that that's kind of crazy um but uh but yeah that's that's the post-purchase flow now the cool thing about that is it means there's no hole at the end of the funnel if you get an offer well we're still here we're gonna bother you we're, we're gonna try to make it a relationship if you want to jump you can yeah but you can come right back into the middle or if you see an offer and you, it's not for you, okay, fine. But if you jump into more content, clock resets, you're back into the middle, we get another shot.
So I've, I've just looped everything with content. It, it fills the hole at the end of the bucket there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What, what does your, so obviously, and I'm sure, I don't know, how, how long have you been doing digital stuff for? How many years? What'd you 16. Say? 16, so longer than I have a little bit. <laughs> I've, I've been at it a minute because I started in brick and mortar, but yeah. I had the digital side to brick and mortar. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. and all I knew how to do was email back then. That was it. So what do you use for email, Clavio now? So how has your strategy changed since the iOS rollout? My strategy hasn't changed much, actually, because I've always done this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've always been, I've always had content moving. And so, and I talked about this at Geek Out. That's, this is something that everybody went, <gasps> that's why. So this is the big thing, right? This next sentence down and you're done. Um we're all trying to figure out attribution so we can get you know, better, better insights and whatnot into what's going on. But all of the on-platform engagement audiences and all the on-platform metrics still give you correct attribution. To an extent. To an extent. Well, video views are, are really, really high. Like it's over, it's over 95% mm-hmm. video views. So you guys have heard me, especially the, the last what's working now or whatever it was. And a couple of people have asked in the, in, in, in the forums here, like, okay, what the hell are you doing with videos? That's why I talk so much about those video view campaigns. I want to use them as heavy as I can because I can get better audiences from them. And if I can get buying intense signals for whom I need to retarget based on watch times, let me do that. So like if I have, if I have a short form piece of content, like 400 words or something like that, that's actually informative or an entertaining whatever, or a subject comes up and there's like a bunch of engagement on it, I will absolutely either make a video myself if I'm, if I'm the face in the, in the space or get you know one of my guys to make a video if they're the face in the space and say, now that's a video. We're going to take the subject material and the comments. We're going to wind it up into a video. Hopefully it's short form, like four minutes or so. Yep. Run that bitch. Run it, run it, run it video view right now because we know that that's, a, so, okay, Facebook, if it's going to give us that still, if that's the one little thing that we get still, you're going to do that one. Are you using any attribution platforms at all for measurement of like your conversion no but i'm going to very very soon triple whale i i watched um i watched rob give a presentation this this weekend mm-hmm. I, I that's amazing the the data science behind it and the cohorting and what he can do like if you don't know like here's the one small thing that i took away that my head i had to pick it up from across the room he showed us all this LTV, a 12-month rolling LTV. He liked six-month windows, but he gave us a 12-month rolling L, uh, um, LTV. And he said, okay, this month, this month, and that month are the months that you need to spend heavier because people are buying more there and you're getting higher LTVs on this month, this month, this month. And I was like, you can get that granular. He's like, yeah, dude, cohorting. And you can do it with Facebook, Google, TikTok, he's got all the data, tracks like half a billion dollars in spend on the thing. It's amazing. So I'm going to jump on that. You're talking about their triple pixel? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, we use it. I didn't, I had a little bit of a different opinion. I I thought it was, I like to bear, so part of my thing with attribution platforms, and we're testing another one now, is how do you verify the data that they're giving you? The only platform that I've ever seen be able to do that is Wicked because you can actually see exact click data to yeah. 
orders. Well, the, o- the only thing I have going on right now that, that helps of any variety is I have, I have a couple of guys that are just completely dedicated to tag manager. Yeah. Like that's, it's all they do. So before we launch anything, before we have anything go out, yep. they've built the tags out. They've, they've added them to the library and they know where things are organized and they can say, okay, here's the tag ID. This is what's going on. And we set up first party server side tagging. And so Facebook, it goes in and out, but that's why I said the on-platform stuff. So on-platform yep. stuff, I'll still look an ads manager because yep. it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty square. But the other stuff, I'm like, well, just just look in Google Analytics. And then with Universal Analytics going away next year and Google Four coming out, I was like, I don't, even um, I don't not, even not happy about that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's was, that's why when I when I saw Triple Whale, I was like, okay, okay, right. I'm, I need to I need to something. I got to pay attention, so I have to start investigating. Um, but I know that if I have a clean Google Tag catalog. Yep. Whomever I jump in with, especially if I have first party server side stuff already done, that that helps a lot. I, and the attribution side is also why I've diversified the top. Because as an example, if I have uh, a cluster of content on, on, on a website, right? And I have I have the blogs there, sure. But if I've either posted or dark posted a video to the Facebook page with the ad account. I can yep. take that video and I can embed it onto the blog page as well. So now, instead of running people from Facebook to the blog, can I bring people in from Google search or SEO and bring them in? And if it's in a playlist, people want to complete that set. So now, as they watch the videos, I'm getting video view audiences from Facebook. Yep. So that's, that's how I've said, okay, if I know I'm going to get this, but I know going from Facebook to my website, I'm dropping, I'm dropping data. Like, let me, let me see. Okay. Can I put the bait over here, but bring people in, in through a different door? Right. Because they have search intent. They're looking for this. Give them something to read, put a reading bar at the top, give them a short form video that where they where they can listen to the article or whatever it is. Sure. Because if that's going to give me stuff to retarget, Yes. And so that's the little things I've done to try to get cleaner data out of it. We use the um, the non-attribution portion of Triple All clients have to have that. That's um, amazing. It's a really yeah. amazing tool. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't gone deep into the platform, but I know that after after listening to the guy, like he's he's a mad scientist. It's it's amazing. I was so impressed. Um, couple questions. Here's one that's from dope. the group. Are you using? Mm-hmm. So let's get in a little bit into Amazon stuff. Are you using yep. any freelanders to convert external traffic on Amazon? Absolutely. Absolutely. How does that work? So, because this leads into another question, so kind of twofold. Mm-hmm. If you are running paid traffic to Amazon pages, pre or freelanders or actual Amazon pages, mm-hmm. what what sources and then what does your measurement look like? How are you attributing? On Amazon. Okay, I'm going to answer that in reverse. The only attribution I, that I use for my Amazon stuff is the Amazon attribution platform. I use those links specifically. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I was going to say, well, is that me? Um, so no, I, but I have Apple even on sleep in the phone storings. I don't they, understand. Things happen. So, but no, the the only way that I measure it is the Amazon attribution platform. Because they're, they're the only way you're, you're, you're going to be able to say, here's what's happening from this source, like the link source, on the platform. Yep. And I'm like, uh, okay, that, I'm going to have to use that. And so I also know 
that I can't use any conversion objectives going to Amazon because you can't, you can't pixel it. So you, you can't run a conversion. You can't run purchase conversions to Amazon. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? I want the audience first. The data and the users are more important to me than the sale. But can I do things to guarantee me that I'm only sending people with high buying intent to the Amazon platform? Okay, so I do this two ways. I will either have a single page standalone lander made through Unbounce, that's who I like to use, um, and it's, it's a click-through style. Like, okay, just here's the button, here's where you go to Amazon, it's just like, a, like good old click funnel days from five years ago where it's a single page kind of thing, you click through, but it takes you to the Amazon listing, okay? Can I take people out of my middle of the funnel experience or people that are on Google search that I know have buying intent and say, let me run you there. Can I give you something? And either you're going to click through or I can retarget you. Because if I have enough people there, I can, I can retarget that bucket with either with maybe like a reach campaign or something like that. That's really all you can do to try to get people to click through. But there's a better way to do it. There's a much, much better way to do it. So if you're on Amazon only, this is, this is a trick that I have taught for years now. And I've seen multiple brands go from six to seven figures. Brands go from seven figures to deeper seven figures. It's, it's so, so simple. So if you have stuff only on Amazon, your best friend to Amazon is actually a Shopify store. And people don't understand that. They think they're, they're mutually exclusive. But your best tool for Amazon is Shopify, and here's why. If you have everything in the FBA warehouse, you have no inventory to, to sell off of your store. Cool. You can still do multi-channel fulfillment. That's just fine. You can link that up. Now, uh, and the app to do that automatically, by the way, is an app called ByteStand, B-Y-T-E, Stand. And that way, they'll automatically fulfill your orders out of the FBA warehouse that you get from a Shopify store. But here's why it's important. If you have a product on your Shopify store, now we can run traditional Facebook campaigns. Mm-hmm much more powerful. But all of my abandoned carts that are abandoned checkouts that I know have high buying intent, instead of sending them back to Shopify, why do people buy on Amazon? Platform trust and convenience. So my retargeting ads, I might buckle up everybody in that, in that, that, uh, that, that abandoned cart audience and use a reach campaign, right? Or a traffic campaign. I know I actually picked that up from you, Justin. It was amazing, right? So I was like, I'm only targeting these people. Send them to Amazon. Say, hey, we saw you left something in your cart. Did you know that you can get that on Amazon for a few dollars cheaper and get it in two days with a Prime experience? Link. Mm-hmm. Amazon attri- Done. And people go, oh, fuck yeah. I didn't <laughs> know I could do that. And they'll either click through or they'll go off of the ad and search your brand on Amazon. So you get brand yeah. lift that way and they buy at full price. You don't even have to give a discount because it's perceived discount because you're a little mm-hmm. bit less on, on Amazon. Right? That's and- how you I personally also think not having it only like for some of the brands that that are only on Amazon that don't have a web presence, it almost goes to kind of distrust. Like I won't, yeah. I specifically look for brands if they have a an online mm-hmm. presence other than Amazon. Yeah, yeah, and that that goes back to like we were talking before the post purchase experience with the personalization, right? So if if you know that that's there and you can actually reach out to people and there's there's a face. Like in, in the contact us, I have a goofy picture of myself said company founder. That way there's a, there's a person. Mm-hmm. Like there's, some, there's somebody accountable behind the corporate veil, so to speak. Yep. Right? And that's, you know, you, you just it's like the platform uh, are the, the reviews from looks. 
how it populates with pictures. It's amazing. So mm -hmm. I use a Shopify store and I'll retarget people from my basket over to Amazon if I want to push that platform some. And you'll get people that are that are so excited to buy because Amazon has their, their Amazon's product as a company is is, is customer trust. So if I have that convenience factor as I'm a prime customer and I have brand trust, I can say, oh, wow, these guys are on Amazon. Yep, I'll take that. No problem. Yep. That's the benefit you're presenting is not only can you have what you want, but you can get it from somewhere that's guaranteed with their entire customer experience and you get it quick. You don't have to wait for it to come from China, maybe, which everybody's, you know, everybody's tainted with that experience. Hell yeah. People love that. They click right over and it's, it's amazing retargeting audiences. Mm -hmm. So that's how I run both of those. Uh, question, are rebates still working? What's the best way to boost ranking with them in 20, on 20, well, in 2022? Uh, some people still do the search find buy method. I wouldn't use a rebate company like Rebate Key because Amazon is starting to crank down on those. They actually um, disallowed API service to a couple of those guys. Um, so and, and companies that are caught doing that you don't want to compromise your business that way as far yeah. as increasing rank think about what i just said if you're having to give people these big giveaways right like I, I never understood i've never done the rebate thing because i've never understood it like why would you pay to have inventory done and then pay customers on top of that hoping to recoup just from volume being in position one when yeah. somebody else could do the same thing i'm like no like all you have to do is take your products that are on Amazon and set up a Shopify store. Like I do that before I even go to Amazon. I set up a, a products on a, on a Shopify store because I can split test the headlines and the image arrangement and, and the copy and everything else that I want to use in the bullets. And once I get a high converting you know, setup, that's what's going to go to Amazon. Yep. But if you have that and you retarget people from Shopify to Amazon, you're sending full price conversions and mass to Amazon, as far as a launch strategy, build an audience first. I mean, there's no other way about it. You do, you're not launching unless you have people in line. That everybody says launch like it's like a big thing. It's not, unless people are standing in line for your product like it's an Xbox or an iPhone, you don't have a launch. You're just bringing it to market to where it's available. Mm -hmm. You don't launch without momentum. The rocket doesn't take off without the propellant behind it. So, Spend a little time, build an audience. It doesn't take very long, okay? And what you're going to do when you get to know your audience and be able to speak that language of the space is you're going to get so many more insights on how to angle your product that you're, you're going to double your conversion rate easy. Easy, easy, easy. And now you're the member of the market. You're trusted. Everybody's heavily biased. They're not looking to compare products. They're just making sure that the benefits you're presenting line up for what they're looking for. Yep. Launch to them. So, so easy. Oh my gosh. Make a single page lander and engage a community and say, if you want to be a part of this, make sure you sign into that. You can build an email list and an SMS list and on launch day, say, let's go baby. And you're done. And people don't want a discount. It's not a huge, like, you know, 50% off garbage. Maybe give them 10%, but off they go. You guys get first. We only have, and use the scarcity tactic. We're only pushing out this many units. When they're gone, they're gone. Can't wait to see what you guys have to say about it. Done. And if you if, if you really want to twist the dial, I mean, because just this is one of those things I'm just going to go. If you really want to twist the dial, this is what I do. Take 10 units out of your production run yeah. as your prototype samples when you have an audience and say, hey, guys, 
We just want to put these in your hands before we make them available to everybody else. Can't wait for your feedback. Look at your top contributors on your page or on your list or your group or whatever it is, or your most engaged people. Send it to them, but talk to them and say, I'm giving this to you, but I need you to do a full review and feedback. Good or bad, just put it there. Because if it's bad, you can, you can change it, right? Yep. That's the idea. But if it's good, now the rest of the community, because they're similar users, says, damn it. And now I really want one of those. Off it goes. I've done this dozens and dozens of times over and over and over again. It's the same formula every time. Just have an audience, then launch. Because I want them to tell me all of the angles they want me to use on the page to convert them. Because yeah. the language that they search with is different than the language that's going to convert them. What, what are you using for new apps? What new app? I know you mentioned Bonjour, no, and you've been using that for a while. What yeah. else are your go-to tools that, that you got? You um, got oh, one that I don't talk about enough is Designer, D-E-S-I-G-N-R-R. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's, <laughs> oh, my God. If you guys got an ad leak deal on that, it'd be a wet dream for a guy like me. Right. So here's what it is. You can take a piece of content or a blog or something else that you've already written. Yeah. Plug it in. It will make a lead magnet out of it for you. Okay. What? <laughs> How many things do, do we find out that, that are interesting? Instead of pain in the ass and I have to go to Canva or Photoshop or, or Publisher or whatever it is and say, I got to make this and I got to do that and I got to arrange. No, here's the template. I've already written the thing plug it in let me arrange the pictures lead magnet yeah it's so much easier to test at scale with various lead magnets that way flipbook ebook all kind of interactive stuff there that you can super customize is it expensive i was just looking at the pricing what is it oh no, no it's I, super cheap yeah super cheap and they'll upsell you i think it's like 97 bucks for life or something stupid like that huh. yeah well, like, we... it, it's it's so silly i've been using that for 7 years hmm but I, I mean, here's the thing. If you, if, if, you, if you get into a space and you want to try new things and you want to build a list on a dedicated lander or you want to give extras, like I know guys that are running Amazon stuff with a QR code off their inserts and they'll, they'll run stuff off of Messenger and instead of like a detailed like pamphlet on how to use it, here's this interactive flip book that we can use, plug right in there. Off it goes. And that... Like, how many different ways can we make that? Can we make one for each skew? Can we tie it together? Can we present more benefits? Can I solve problems in the pre-purchase phase that link people back out to my Amazon thing when, it, when it's time? Super, super easy. I love that tool. I love that tool. It's so, so good. Um, one thing that I'm investigating right now, uh, I've investigating it for the last two days, is something called Go High Level. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Oh my God. It's so crazy. It's so, so crazy. In fact, I have a few other things in front Paul, of me. Right? That's what I've been trying to get you on forever, Paul. It's so good. Oh my gosh. It's so, so good. It's, it's going to replace Kajabi and Active Campaign and maybe Unbounce. I'm not sure yet because I do a lot with they're Unbounce. Like 500, they're like a $500 million company. Already. It's so silly. Mm -hmm. It's so, but, the, and I'll tell you this. Even if you don't buy, go through the customer service experience ahead of it, ahead of buying, and get involved and go through like their Q&A. They have the best customer service and onboarding experience I've ever dealt with 
with anything I've ever bought in any domain. It's bonkers. It's so. Are you talking just because of the Zoom, like all the Zoom calls they set you up on, or they have they have SMS messaging. It's very personalized. They do email. They do the Zoom calls, and they have they have a community that they're very very active in that will help with every little part of navigating it and actually understanding the interface. Yeah, because it's, it's a very it's a very robust and difficult interface. Yeah, it it, it it takes a second to understand the agency thing and then the sub accounts and how to yeah. arrange the memberships versus website versus funnel and connect all that. But it's once once you understand that, it takes it takes a few hours to figure that out. But once you understand that, I mean, it's so easy to build in. It's one, so so crazy. One funny thing I found out, and I pointed out to them, and I was just surprised because they were like a five hundred million dollar brand. But their integration with Stripe doesn't allow taxes to be charged correctly for sales tax. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. I have to check it out. Yeah, there's. I can send you more information on it, okay. but. It, it, it was we were running into issues because we had clients that were you know buying it as a service yeah and it wasn't charging sales tax mm. something to do with their API or something but yeah. they were working on fixing it but um, yeah I just want to so keep I'll, I'll shout out another bit of software that if you don't know it you should know it if you're trying to do audience research mm. you need to be able to read what they read look into feedly you know I think I've used that before. It's it's a blog aggregator. Yep. You can type in any subject and it just makes a custom feed for you that you can go yep. through and read everything. But don't read it like you're reading a blog. Say, okay, if this is what they're writing about, they're writing about it because their market thinks this is important. Why is this important? What questions is this answering? These are the questions that people want answered. If I have a product, how am I aligning my benefits to the popularity of, of this kind of thing? Mm -hmm. I, I've used that thing for, for a while. I mean, every single day. Every single day I check that thing out. So, we used to use that back in the day of um, yeah. PBNs, and we'd suck in a bunch of blogs, and then we'd spin the content. And Absolutely. Another that. one that nobody talks about anymore that they should be using if you're not. I can't believe I have to mention this, but I had to mention it over the weekend. Facebook Creative Hub. People sleep on that. Like yeah, arrange we, all of your ads and content and headlines in the bank already right there, like meal prep style. And that will, when you're ready to make a new campaign or you want to bring something out of testing or storage, there it goes. I'm done. I can see what all the placements look like. I can see what the copy looks like. I can test it on different browsers. There you go. It's different than Creator Studio. Creator Studio is the social side of it. And I feel like a dinosaur sometimes because I'm using Creative Hub. But it's it's amazing. So what we'll do is is we'll say here's the here's the headlines we want to test and the copy we want to test. Here's the different creative styles we want to test and the different placements. Store it. Mm -hmm. Just get that done because we're gonna we're gonna try this and we're gonna try that. But now I don't have to worry about making and keep, is this made and do we have this and which nope, it's done. We can keep a spreadsheet of of the tags and everything else. And when it's time, we just say okay next. I'm, I'm big on that. Anytime I can make something one time and then recycle it over and over and over again, so much easier. So yep. much easier. And it's a native tool, so it, it, it works really, really well. What, what other platforms are you spending on besides Facebook? What are you really – and Amazon, obviously. What else are you heavy into? Google search and Google shopping. Google search and Google shopping. Oh, my God. Google shopping especially. Oh, my God. I cannot believe people don't run that, that, though, especially even in AdLeaks. Do what? You know how many people don't run that, especially in ad leaks? It's I'll, most people. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. 
It's so crazy. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing that really that, that made it for me when I started really branching out. On Facebook, I'm going to pay for their attention. That's essentially what the impression is, is an attention. If, I, if, if they stop and they take a look, I'm paying for attention. On Google, whether it's Google search or Google shopping, I'm only paying for intent. Yep. That's it. And so Google shopping, I'm like, okay, if there's a shopping feed, these are people actively like through the consideration phase of the pre-purchase and they're into buying stage, they're looking for product. They're on Google for a reason. Okay. Yeah. Those are those are all my product facing campaigns, all of them. Google search is answering questions. I think there was a small beta for, and this will probably just get you so excited. I haven't seen much talk about it, but it was a very, very small beta test for some big Google accounts where they were actually allowing you to run Google Shopping to Amazon listings for your brand. Uh, as, as, as the cat meme goes, heavy breathing intensifies. Yeah. I've never seen much posted about it, but we had one brand that was approached with it. Wow. And- that would be so big. That would be so, yeah. so big. That would, that would unlock a lot of things. But as, as an example, like if the same going back, if you have an Amazon store on Shopify, right? Have a Shopify page with a, with a functioning cart because now you can run Google Shopping. Yep. It's so, so silly. It's so, so silly. And it's either they're going to buy through that or if they really want it, you're going to get brand lift and they're going to go search it out with the product and brand name on Amazon. Yep. So if you, you see the lift, you know that it's coming from there. Yep. You can even have it go when they click add to cart, just go direct to the Amazon page. Mm-hmm. Something that I see a lot yeah. of people do as well. Yeah. But now you have that as an available channel. So I wanted to capitalize on people's intent. Okay. If they're, if they're in buying mode, run Google shopping. If they're running, if, if they're not there yet, mm-hmm. there's, there's 10 times the volume of people in the pre-purchase phase versus the buying phase that are looking for resolutions. We only go online for four things. We have our problems, questions, and roadblocks, and, and a result that we're seeking. We're trying to figure out what the hell we need to get this result. That's what we're searching for. If it's a product, if it's a YouTube DIY, if it's a service, whatever it is, we're trying to figure that out. Okay, mm-hmm. Google search. Can I go on Keyword Planner? Can I go on Answer the Public? Can I go on Quora? Can I go on Keywords Everywhere? And can I find all these extra things that people are trying to find out that have de- decent volume? If they have decent volume, what's stopping me from running which is what I do, $105 a day campaigns on that because I'm only paying when they click. Yep. I don't care if I get 10 million impressions. I'm not, paying for, I'm not paying a dime for it. When they click, they have intent and something about what I wrote sniffs them out. Now I can retarget them. Done. Amazon tools and campaign management tools for Amazon. Okay, okay. Uh, I saw this in the, the, the questions for, for the event. So I kind of know what the question is. It's, am I using anything that can auto-generate the campaigns? No, I don't, I don't use that. But to manage PPC, the tool that I've used for a while that I've, I've tried going away from it, I came back to it, it's, it's always been just very, very good for me, is something called PPC Scope. That's what I use. Because I can, I can bulk manage bids that way from an interface without having to dig through seller central and deal with all that bullshit. It's so much easier. Weird website. Members v2.ppcscope.com. Yeah. PPC scope is the tool. That's, that's the one that I, that I've used for forever. There's a guy named Brian Johnson of canopy management. And he developed the tool. They, they have tons of bigger brands that they manage on Amazon and it's, it's the tool that they use in house, but PPC scope 
is the tool that I use to manage bids um, and see things going on. Because it's an easy tool to just build a weekly workflow around. And they're very, very good with their group and customer service. Say, here's the workflow. Here's the steps that you need to do. Once you do it, you're just going to optimize it over and over again. So for me, it's just like the content side. Once I build it once, it's just maintaining the wheel in motion. It's like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to try this. Okay, cool. And are there other experts in the space that have amazing P uh, PPC strategies? Yes, there are. And I follow some of their strategies. But to manage the bids and you know what I have in my testing campaigns versus my scaling campaigns and on the different match types, PPC scope is the one that I use because mm -hmm. I keep it simple. Because I'm like, I know it. I know the workflow. I farmed it out to a couple of my guys. It's like, take care of it. Just that's the thing. Over you go. Yeah. Uh, we're having a problem with um, claiming a Amazon brand registry from somebody that set it up. Yeah. They're no longer in existence. Mm -hmm. So we can't get them to release it. Do you have any connections to get some? Yes. I mean, support is basically. Yeah. yeah. I have I have an attorney that that does all kind of crap with Amazon is almost the exclusive part of his practice. He's been doing it for years. Um, there's all the trademarks, all the patent stuff, all the IP stuff, brand registry. If you get suspended, he'll do um, a letter of action that, that, that they want uh, in a format that they want to help you get reinstated. I'm going to look it up for you right now. I know you told um, me his name before. But hold I'll on, see. hold on. Um, you are looking for a guy named cj rosenbaum and his website is amazonsellerslawyer.com amazonsellerslawyer.com and they help in multiple markets so it's not just the u.s market if you have an international market and you're, you're you gotta yeah, amazon's being a pain in the ass those are the guys like you hear brand registry is a pain in the butt or i've been suspended or whatever it is yes that's the one you're talking cool. to uh, CJ Rosenbaum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's a. I got a message yesterday that said, "Oh, your account's banned," and going and looking, I was like, "No, it's not." So I had to call them, and they're like, "Yo, sorry, we made a mistake." It's like you can't make a mistake. <laughs> like that, dude. That's a serious mistake. Yeah, about giving somebody a heart attack. Yeah, that that's not nice. Because I'm sure you've dealt with Amazon bans, correct? I hate them. Yeah, they're them. almost worse than. Facebook to an extent. Yeah. So what I, what I tell everybody on on Amazon is is you're 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 going to have a lot less stress when you start doing things off of Amazon, yeah. and so the and and you have to think about it yeah. So with risk mitigation, I I say that Amazon is a moody teenage girl, and she shouldn't be the only cashier that you have because she can change her mind anytime you want. Yeah. And she does not care what it means to you. She'll let your competitors come in and just what like, okay, wait a minute. I'm going to mitigate the damage here and not have her as my only cashier, right? Same thing with Facebook. I'm like, uh, time out. Yeah. <laughs> time out. I don't, I don't need that. And I learned that, I learned that a while ago. And that's where I met uh, CJ and, and his former partner and, and the, whole, the whole crew that does all of that. I'm like, I need help. I have no idea what's going on um, because they don't care. <laughs> they, they do not care then yeah. and, and their customer service is just as is stellar as facebook support yeah. sarcasm 
It's probably worse, actually. It's awful. It's so bad. I know people are like, oh my god, I don't want to call Amazon. Yeah. It's so horrible. Um, but for me, um, I've gotten to a point where only only a, a smaller percentage of my business even even deals with the platform because of that. Like only my absolute standout winners from all of my SKUs are on Amazon at all. How many SKUs do you have across all your brands? I know it's ridiculous. Hundreds of thousands? No, not hundreds of thousands. I don't have that many products. Um, oh, God. Uh, there's four of them. Do I... And you never tell anybody. I, I've never heard you mention any. No, I don't like talking about it. I don't like talking about it. Because, because, everybody, because if, if, if you're a member of the market, you'll find it. Yeah. You, you, you can't miss it if you're a member of the market. But if you're not a member of the market, why do you need to know? I can show you all the screenshots you want because we're talking about media buying or ad buying or content or whatever it is. If you want, if you want to know how I do emails, just ask. I've been, here, I've been a member since before this was a thing. Like when Tim Bird was talking about it in Facebook ad buyers with all of us. Yeah. Like I'm an open book. Just ask and oh. I'll, I'll let you have it. I don't, I do whatever I have going on. If I can help this group, just ask. Have you read care. a book? I'm, I was supposed to this year, but that, that damn Nick Shackelford called me and had me speak. And now I've said, okay, to a couple of other ones as well. <laughs> I was trying not to, but yeah. I'm, I, I have the book that I have it outlined and all of that kind of thing. Um, and it's actually going to be a blueprint for the bigger thing that I'm going to build. Um, so, I mean, to be fair, I, as far as book ideas, I mean, I have what, 300 of them behind me in my library here, mm -hmm. but I have, I think something like 17 different titles and outlines and things that are actually fleshed out. Um, but I, I said this, I'm going to do the thing, going to do this. And then other things happened. <laughs> um, but anyway, what the hell are we talking about? We're, we're, we're on something. Excuse. Yeah. Um, north of, north of 250. I know that I know it because, because to be fair, there's multiple models. Like a lot of people do, um, um, private label. They get, they get a, a, an item, even as drop shipping. That's, you know, kind of a private label thing. You have a product that's yep. your product. Okay. Um, so I have, I have four spaces. All of them are enthusiast spaces. Right, it's either you're this kind, like you're a member of this community, or you're not. Like scuba diving is one of them. Like you're either a scuba diver or you're not. It makes it pretty easy, because there's there's tons and tons of people, and they all have congregation points, and the market has already found itself. And when and here's here's the criteria for the four brands. I need spaces with enthusiasts. This is this is such a, a key secret here. God Almighty. Enthusiasts, what do they do? They buy things repeatedly to participate as an identity validation in the space. You're not selling them scuba, not, I'm not selling them scuba fins or rash guards or whatever it is. I'm selling them more to validate their chosen identity in the space by participating in, in the sport. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let me tap into that irrational hold that those people have. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, um, how how much do people spend uh, preparing their their jeeps for off roading? A lot, and then they never off road. <laughs> <laughs> but they want to be seen that way. That's yeah. the important thing. I'm flashing to the world that this is my gang of people. Oh, really? That's what we're buying into. Are you Hell selling yeah. jeep parts? No, I don't. I don't sell jeep parts. <laughs> but my 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 four spaces 
are scuba diving, astrophotography, the off-road truck space, but it's not Jeeps, um, and then uh, what you, you could only call as the metaphysical space, like chakras and kundalini energy and, and all of that wonderful foolishness. It's actually my favorite space because people are so genuine yep. and, and it's for two reasons. People are so genuine like on the like, healing journey, but realistically, there's no end to that. So Do you I'm, crystals and stuff at all. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, like I'm just saying that I'm just saying that the margins on that shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then and then, but you have to understand you're not selling them like if it was an example like a crystal or something like that. You're not selling them that. You're selling them validation of their belief in an intangible something bigger than themselves. Yeah. And there's no end to buying that. And so my the team and I we have just a list of just all these things that, that, that kind of fit that criteria that every quarter or so we'll say, hey, are we, do we have more space to scale vertically with what we have already? Do we need more? Can we, can we go more horizontal? Can we give people more offers? Yeah. Right? Or, or, or is the best opportunity going to say, let's, let's go through the process, we'll plant a seed, we'll build the audience, and we'll start the process again. Um, and we're, we're coming up on another one like that, um, where, where we, we, we started another audience, uh, about three months ago. So how do you do that? How are you testing? Obviously, are you launching new products consistently testing them in the market before you private label and have them? Okay. So, so, so the, the reason I have all those cues, I have uh, private label and all four brands. I have print on demand and all four brands, and I have wholesale distribution agreements in two of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, I'm like, hey, if, if you guys are going to buy this, can I bring people in because they're looking for, for some of the stuff that I sell or they're looking for some of the stuff somebody else sells, but I can bundle my stuff with it and have a higher AOV. Because mm-hmm. like, if, if I'm going to spend $30,000 on a product development and MOQ order, am I going to get more leg by hooking up with a wholesale distributor in the space and selling their stuff? Because that is that going to be easier for me, yeah. and let them deal with the logistics side of it. You ever talked to Damien DeFranco about sourcing or anything like that? No, but he's my favorite person to follow in this group. I have so many of his posts bookmarked and printed, like in a binder behind me. Because I all the posts that I like, I keep them, I print them out so I don't lose them on Facebook, and I'll 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 keep them in different sections. Like I have SEO stuff, and I have sourcing stuff, and I have you know. Yeah. Because I'll highlight it and I'll go back through it. I'm like, okay, I needed this so I know when I'm dealing with that. I can say, wait a minute, where the hell was that amazing advice? Flip to the, the page protectors and say, aha, there it is. I, I'm trying to get him on a live, but he's, he's always... Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, guess, never that guy's, on cam- I don't even know if he exists. I've never seen a video of him or anything. He might be like a alter ego Superman or something. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. He's so, so smart. He's yeah. so crazy, crazy good at what he does. It's yeah. we're so lucky to have him to where he'll speak the way he does. Oh my gosh, I've learned so so much from him. He does it's all that bonkers. voice text, you know. He'll he'll do it with his phone, and then he'll like have somebody transcribe it for him or something. If it works for him, that's that's yeah. awesome. Because I've asked I've, him, how do you sit there and bang all that out? He's like, well, I send it off to my team. I'll I'll record it and then they transcribe it and then I'll post it. <laughs> that's that's how that's how I make um, graphic design requests. Yeah. I'll just I'll just get on the camera. I'll say, okay, we're gonna do this. I need these placements. I need this and this and this and this and that. And one of my assistants just goes in and she says, okay, all right. I need this. Duplicate request. I need that. <laughs> and just like when it's done, 
put it where it goes and we'll put it on the index and, and, and off it goes. I think one of the questions that we got um, in, in the comments, if I remember correctly, we haven't covered yet, but I want to make sure I cover it, is somebody started a group, but they can't retarget the group. How the hell do you do that? Yep. Okay. I have a Facebook group funnel that's working really good in terms of adding people in my niche. The problem is I'm not being able to remark them or monetize them. Are there any strategies working? Yes, very much so. Very, very much so. Okay, so if if you're you only are adminning the group as your personal profile, you need to go into your settings and allow pages to join and join as your page. Okay, and then uh, mark your page once it's a member as admin. And then you go back to your page and you accept being admin of the group, go back to page settings, turn, you know, add pages to groups off. So now your page and your personal profile admin the group. Okay. That's number one. Number two, when you're going to post into the group, either post it to your page or dark post it, right? If, if we don't know how to do that, I can post an article about that, that uh, Jack from Viper wrote that was freaking amazing on how to dark post step-by-step. Step. You dark post it to your page. And then you share that post into the group as the page. Mm -hmm. And so anybody that engages with that post, you can retarget because they're engaging with the page post, not a group post. And so when you, when you schedule things, uh, say in Creator Studio, or if you dark post stuff, post it to your page and then just share that to the group as the new bit of group content. And so now they're seeing the page is the one that's posting. And they're yep. like, okay, that's that's just fine. We understand what this is. This is still the same person. Use your same name behind it, right? That way they know, hey, this is just what's going on. But now all of the engagement is is um, is on the actual page posting. And the the really sneaky thing is if you have something that you want to to run as an advertisement, right? Dark post it to your page. Share it to the group, okay? get everybody in the group to engage with it and then run that same post as an advertisement and you have all that engagement before it hit ads hmm. to boost it and it will go crazy. Sneaky stuff. But that's how that's how you do it with a group. You have to have the, the page admin and then you you either post or dark post and share from the page into the group and anybody that engages with those posts or videos can be retargeted as a middle of the funnel audience. Anybody that engaged with the page the last however many days, anybody that watched a video the last however many days, if it's shared into the group, all of that engagement counts as page post engagement, not group post engagement. So you can retarget people. Pixel, this is something I'm looking to after this call, but Pixel Facebook groups. Are you doing anything with that in terms of ads? I know they used to do a big push for that, but I don't even know if you can do much with that anymore. You used I, to be able to put Pixel on your group. I've never been able to do that. Not ever. Like th that is, I have so much going in, in private Facebook groups. It is a stupid wet dream of mine. Now, because this is ad leaks, I can give away one of my secrets, right? For, for groups. I do this and it is silly. And I'm the only one that does this because I've asked. Okay. <laughs> um, we're going to go back to Bonjoro, the post-purchase video app thing. Okay. Um, I have a plugin that I use for groups. Uh, it's a Chrome extension called Group Kit. Okay, it's basically a CRM that plugs into your group. It's like fifty bucks a month or something like that. But my three questions in my private groups are always like this. It's always the first one is an identifier question. This is what the group is about. This is who it's for. Is this you? Yes or no? Cool. The second question: We want a weekly live stream, and we always push a bunch of content out. 
Put your email below if you want one email a week to let you know what we have going on or what you missed. Mm -hmm. Okay. The third question. We have a special offer for new members, blah, blah, blah. Would you like us to DM you about it? Yes or no? Done. So it's yes, email, yes or no, done. And when I approve, it pulls their name and the answers to the three questions into a CRM. That CRM goes from Zapier to Clavio. Clavio ties in with Bonjoro. So now I have a Bonjoro list and an email list of everybody that I approve to my group. I have all their emails and I can Bonjoro them. Hey, Justin, this is Steven. Welcome to the group. I'm the guy that runs the show here. First thing I want you to do is see that pin post at the top. It's going to answer this, this, and this. That's the best place to get started. If you need any help, please reach out to me or tag me in the group. This is a big open group. We love talking to people. Don't be shy. I'm here to help. See you in the group. Can't wait to meet you. Mm -hmm. send right me and the girls will do all of that too we do it once a week i only approve everybody once a week we don't approve everybody but say it say it's two or three hundred people we have to approve across the couple of groups so i've set them on the right conversion path that i want them on they're not engaging with random shit i've i've said it's relationship now here's what it is it's super engaged community right it's personalized touch i'm controlling that because i want the control I don't want them to go anywhere. I'm directing them. Like if you had somebody on a, on, a, on, a, on a website, you say, go here, go here, go here. If you could walk them through the hot jar thing where you want them to go, that's what I'm doing. Yep. Right. But now I have their email. I train them to, and what I'll do in the welcome post, this is diabolical, by the way. I love doing this. I'm so glad you're letting me just talk here because you know me. I just, I like to just <laughs> give to people. So <laughs> to, to get that email whitelisted, yeah. what I'll do is my welcome post. I'll say, hey, if your name is on this post, welcome to the group. Check your email from a personal message from me and the team. So within 24 hours of sending it, they're all opening it. Yeah. They all, okay, we're, we're there. So we have huge high open rates and with the group. And everybody knows what's going on. They know what to expect. And when yeah. we have live streams, we can remind them. We can say, hey, you missed this. Whatever, but I can retarget them. Now, the last thing of that, the third question, everybody that said yes, I can DM them. I can have the team DM them. Hey, this is what's going on. Thank you so much. Here's where it is. If you're interested or if you have any questions, just let us know. Just click through right there. What? It's a way before they even get to the group and into the content to say, yes, I'm interested in what you have. I'm a qualified person. I have buying intent. Sure, why not? Okay. How many members do you have across your groups? Ah. Over 150,000. Okay. That's pretty good yeah. size. It's pretty good size. We, we usually have around month to month of the total membership, usually a 60 to 70% engagement rate. But it's because we have a gigantic system for, for getting the content moving and making sure we get it to people and, and all of that kind of thing. Do you have any reoccurring subscription membership type things? Um, the, the only thing that I have is is content. as far as recurring subscriptions mm -hmm. that I offer, uh, I have people that, that want to get just all of my systems and brain and everything else like that. So I have my, my master class, but basically the version of that is it's not just a video course. Those are the only people I'll consult with. It's like, you can go through all of my material, like the, all the multiple courses and videos and breakdowns and templates, because that's what we used to, to give people onboarded with SOPs. But then I know that all those people are going to ask specific questions. So I have like 300 people in there 
But anytime they need me, I'll go one-to-one with them an email. And if I can't solve it there, I'll get on a video. Mm. But that's the only thing I have. So I have a one-time payment or I'll have, you know, a payments if, if, if needed for it. But that's, that's it because I don't, I, I'm not interested in servicing a gigantic group of people as a, as a big membership thing, because I'm, I, as you've seen from the, from the stream here, if you're watching, I'm really, really big on personal touch. Yep. And I, I wouldn't have even opened what I was just talking about if I didn't have so much demand. I opened that because I had too much demand for consulting. I'd be on a damn call 10 hours a day. Yep. I wouldn't be able to get anything done. And I'm like, no, no, no. These are all the details that you guys want. Like all of it. Like, what do I do? All the little details, where all the buttons go, where do I put, this is what I do. And I just, I have it all organized for everybody. And it's a shit ton of content. I mean, hundreds of videos. Is, <laughs> is that limited for so many people then? No, but I don't advertise it at all. Hmm. Zero. So, I mean, if, if you want to take a look at it, it's called, um, uh, the website is unstoppablemarketingmasterclass.com. That's, okay. that's it. If, you, if, if you're interested, but that, but that's like the copywriting thing that I showed you that's like forever. Yeah. It's like these, all these like 60 something videos of all my copywriting stuff. That's part of it because people want that. And I know if this is applicable for you, you can take a look. I'm happy to help. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, if, if, if it's not, okay, fine. It's, it's, it's not for everybody. It's really yeah. not. It's, it's, it's not just a straight, here's here's these these 30 videos and you're going to be able to do it. no i'm not that guy i'm yeah. really not that guy it's deep i make it bite size but <laughs> if we're going to go let's go we need to get you and damien to release a course together oh my god i no we can't because we're both <laughs> like super detailed nerds and it would never get released yeah. and it would be like 800 videos or something stupid like that it's <laughs> it's it'd be it'd be ridiculous now on the on the thing of subscriptions, there is a subscription that I have that it that I that I've gotten for for my team and some of the vendors that I use um, for product photography. What is that? It, look into the Facebook page, Carl Taylor Photography, with a K. Carl, right? He's this super amazing, famous product photographer, and he has a recurring subscription. To like all of his stuff. It's all like Photoshop and Lightroom and product photography and lighting and all like everything. Mm-hmm. So I have that as an open subscription that if we get product photos done and I need one of the graphic artists to retouch it or do something with it and I need them to go deeper, yep. that's, the, that's their employee development. It costs me like 20 bucks a month to be a part yep. of it. And it's so good. If you look at some of the images, you go, holy shit. Like, I want that. Like, that's what I saw. I was like, okay, we're getting the pictures back, but I need them touched like this, that. And so I I pay 20 bucks because anytime I need something, I can just have them dig through his library and say, okay, this is how we can, we can grow to do this over here. So if you have source, you have usage rights for his images, essentially. No, 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 no. For his techniques, we'll get the images back from the photographer, but I'll take my team and I'll say, you know, I think we can do better than that. Uh, okay. Go gotcha. go and check this out. So instead of me having to teach or me having to hire super high level expensive you know photographers and digital artists and everything else, can we get them made well? Like like what Chandler Welling does, right? Can we get can we get high end photography? But if we if we get if we just get it back, we don't need them to touch it or anything. Can we just get the photos back? Yeah. Can I have my team go into that? Like that's one of the the subscriptions that I pay is an ongoing education thing that you can learn so much, even if you're not taking photography, 
you can say, okay, this is how people see an image. This is what you're looking for. Can I use that in, in requesting graphics? Can I use it for artwork on pages? Can I use it in thumbnails? Can I use it all these other places? Because this is what people are really, are, 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 this is what the perception is. This is what's going to make it look better. Can I give them a more premium experience? I'm like, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Because if creative is everything, that, that's the guy that can say, here's some, here's some things that work and like super premium commercial shoots as creative. Like if I can just understand what you're looking at, I'm going to request better creative. I'm going to know what to look for more because when people see a Facebook ad, if it looks or a TikTok ad, cause I was, I was talking about that over the weekend with, with a couple of guys on, on Nick's team that were doing TikTok. Some of those creatives, I mean, if you, if you really want to do that, okay, what does it take to get a better creative? What am I really looking for? What is the design of it? Where's the spacing? Where's the white space? Where's the background space? What is, what does this perspective look like? What are, what am I telling the customer here? Right. Okay. 20 bucks a month. I can learn all of that and pick the brain of, of, you know, at, at will of the, one of the top guys that does all of that and has taught thousands of, of other are photographers. Are you running TikTok ads? No, no, no. I'm, I want to, but I don't understand the platform enough and how I can use it to really make a go of it. So it's just, just like, I think your content would fit perfectly with it because it's all natural. Right. Right. But yeah. I have, I haven't made it systematic for that platform yet. And so I, I'm the guy that if I don't understand it, I'm not going to mess with it yet. That's why I, I like not, like I mentioned at the top of the thing, I'm not even doing SMS yet because I needed to make sure I understood how to integrate it and actually it. sit my ass down and do it. And now I understand it. I'm like, okay, that's the next thing we're doing right now. And TikTok, mean, you, is, TikTok is real close on the list, yeah. but I had to understand um, – is for and because my, my biggest my biggest hang up on it when I was first looking at it I was like are people consuming because it pushes you to consume or is it meaningful consumption and people are actually getting what they're searching for like scuba diving are people looking at scuba diving stuff because it's cool or they're scuba divers yeah. like I, I want meaningful consumption if I'm going to use the platform and I, I was shown something this weekend where it actually is and holy shit <laughs> the, the 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 creator marketplace on that where you can look at what's working and where yeah. the spikes and engagement are and like watch times. I'm like, where, you, where's that been? Did you hear Facebook's buying TikTok? Was it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I saw that. I saw that post. Yeah, I got me actually. Ever. Son of a gun. You got me for like <laughs> 10 seconds. It was right before the live. And I, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. That would, that would be something. Yeah. They, they, they'd ruin TikTok the same way they have ads manager for the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that was that was kind of the thing this weekend. Everybody's talking about TikTok. It's like, yeah, it's like somebody that was like old school Facebook went over to TikTok and said, here's how everybody wants it to be for advertising. Yeah. Do that. And it just all the nice features are there. And we're all like, what? So, yeah. Um, I want to be respectful of your time. Okay. So I know we went over a little bit. Anything okay. else for the group? No, I mean, the, the biggest things that I can help with are, are the content side of it. And I'm big on retention. I have all kinds of recipes. So instead of just like one gigantic workflow and funnel where I'm pushing, you know, so much spend, it's ridiculous, but I'm hinging everything on that spend. I'm the guy that has figured out a hundred different ways of, of little things I can do that aggregate into a bigger thing. And so it's just, just like all the SKUs and all the stores and all the content I have going on. It's like, okay, if a few of the products have a bad day or the ads have a bad day, I don't care. 
like or 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 I could or with the content side of it now, and if we're running big offers and we're really pushing spend real hard and scaling, we say, okay, are we burning out the audience? Let me let me back off. What's the cadence between content and offers that it should be? So we can say, based on what we have, this is what we can kind of predict. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The tiger hunting method. You got to get people to come to you. That's how you hunt tigers. Tigers are used to being chased. Your audience is used to seeing ads. They're used to they're used to it all coming, you know, coming at them. Is there so, an yeah. update to that method or is it still pretty much the same? Oh, there's an update. When are we going to roll? When, when, when is that video what? coming? What? Did I just say that out loud? There's an update. Now that that was that was part of the geek out presentation is saying here here's how you can do this. So I've I've taken that and with all of the platforms and and the placements and everything else that have rolled out, like Facebook Reels has rolled out, um, TikTok is obviously a thing. Yeah. Um, and everything's so much more video heavy that if you can if you can really understand that you're gonna be you're gonna have a good time. Um, I think, I mean. I was looking at, at some of the numbers from what we ran last year in 2021 for just non-product related content across all brands. And it was something like over 38,000 pieces of content across all platforms. It was, it was so silly. We were everywhere, everywhere. It was, but most of that is recycling. Most of that is recycling. So as an example, you know, if, if you have say 15 articles and 15 bullet points, like I talked about in the original tiger hunting method, Okay, well, easy to schedule those as Facebook posts. Can I put it with a picture? That's a different kind of Facebook post. Can I make that an Instagram post? Can I make that a story? Can I make that a reel? Can I make that vertical and make that a Pinterest thing? Can I take the article and do top five things you didn't know about blah, 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 30 seconds. That can go on TikTok. That can go on Facebook. You might even use that as an ad just to get people in for nothing because it's less than one cent engagement kind of thing. Like, so there's, there's all kinds of things that once you get the idea, you can move it. And this is what people don't know about content. I, I, I had this, this big question is where the hell do I start with content? And here's the thing. If you know how to write an offer, you know content, but you don't know that you know content. Because can I say, what are the things that the audience that I'm trying to service really want? What do they want from the world? Can I write 10 things about that? What do they hate about the space? 10 things about that. What are, what are the things that they say are standing in their way of getting what they want out of the space? The objections you're trying to overcome. Like you, you, can, you can do media buying with an AdLeaks membership even if you've only ever spent $1,000 on ads. Like that's, that's an objection. I don't know if I'm big enough for that. Like simple stuff like that. Can I write 10 of those? Cool. That's 30 ideas. Yep. Can I find three different ways to present that? That's 90 posts. Done. Easy. Yep. Can I do can I do 10 individual videos on frequently asked questions about my product? Can I do 10 individual videos on things people should be asking about my product? Can I do you know four or five more videos on on heavy calls to action? Hey, if this is you, this message is for you, blah blah blah, benefit 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 benefit. Okay, cool. There's another 25. Easy. Now now I'm at what 115? Okay. <laughs> like like let's let's go. Like when when I deal with with people that are newer to selling, I say, okay, what we're gonna do first is we're gonna replace your MBA income. Like if you're making a hundred grand in the in the in 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 the year with with college education and you want to get out and you want to be able to work from home, cool. Stop worrying about a hundred thousand dollars. Can I find five pro? Can I find you know say say five products or SKUs or whatever it's gonna be that work for my space? 
Those are my happy meals. Can I make $20 a margin per happy meal per unit that I sell? Okay, I don't want to sell cheap shit. I need, I need margin. Doesn't have to be like mega high-end, multi-hundred dollars. But can I make 20 bucks? Okay, when I sell something, sure. After, after, net, after everything. Okay, dude, if you sell three of those happy meals a day each, that's only 15 units moved total. That's $300 a day. You're making over 100 grand a year take home. Yeah. Like it's, it's so silly when people, people overcomplicate it. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Well, brother, I, I, funny thing is that you ever, um, you ever go to concerts? Yeah. Have you ever heard of those people that like wear adult diapers because they go to like these big concerts and they, you ever heard of that? Uh uh-uh. uh. No? Oh, okay. They're just going to sit and listen to music and crap yeah, on themselves? Yeah, because they don't go to the bathroom. I was just oh, thinking, my God. You're going to put me in. Oh, gracious. Well, no, but I see where you're going with this. But, yes, I'm happy to help. If you ask, you're, you're going to get it from me. If I can help, I'm going to be helpful. Never um, done if, it, by the way. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, here in the Ad Links group especially, it's, it's one of the groups that I call home. I'm happy to help. Um, if you guys have questions, I mean, by all means, just just ask me. I'm I'm so happy to help. I'll go deep with you. If I if if I can help, I will help. And if if I don't know something, I'll say I have no idea. Yep, yep. you always help me, so I appreciate so. it. We appreciate you. I want to thanks for your time. Um, well, thank you for having me. I love yeah, doing this kind always, of thing. Always, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on getting a roundtable with you and Damien. So oh my gosh, I'm gonna start a conversation after this. <sighs> okay. <laughs> he's he's so amazing i'm such i'm gonna fangirl out if you do that i'm gonna so, ask him he's so. so good all right well thank all you right. so much Thanks, and thank brother. you everybody that watches and if you watch the replay and you want questions tag me i will help all right thanks man all right man all right later